just start with the good the bad and bad and ugly of this weekend oh no <laughs> michigan is the good with the <laughs> the victory um got a little scary there in the first half going to halftime 10 10 um thankfully my heart after collapsing on the sidelines is, is back in ann arbor back on the mend um, so that that's good to hear, um, but Michigan didn't give up any second half points. Went on a win, thirty-one to ten. So that's the good. The bad, Michigan State. Ooh. I don't think anybody <laughs> expected them to beat the Spartans, but still was an ugly loss. <laughs> mm. And Man, then super ugly. The ugly, the worst. Yo, Detroit football lion. Did they forget it was a game on Sunday? Oh man, I you know what? I, I chalked that up to a lot of things. Um, I'm gonna say this. I don't understand why they go away from the run game when the run game is so productive and then Jared Goff is doing too much. He's not really that accurate yeah so you had um it seemed like jamal williams and and craig reynolds and i can't think of the other running back jefferson seemed to all be running the ball fairly well um i don't i don't know why they did a lot of things they did they went for it on what five fourth downs i just don't go how you go from being the highest scoring offense <laughs> to not able to score a single point. Um, yeah, yeah, that's. Whew. You, I, I was heard, I was told they don't have a kicker. And yeah, they, they definitely them. don't have a kicker. But yeah, I mean, at that point, I don't know if you go find Ocho Cinco and bring him out of retirement, <laughs> <laughs> but. <laughs> I mean, the, the past few weeks, we 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 gotten down on the defense, and I thought, uh, particularly in the first half, the defense played a, a pretty good game, and the offense um, kept the defense on the field for the most part. I don't see how Aaron Glenn or, or the defense could have really did anything different, considering how long that they were on the field um, this game. Um, I All right. So let me ask you this. Are you part of the choir that's getting louder that says Dan Campbell has to go? No. No, that it, you can see obviously like Dan Campbell can't coach and play the quarterback at the same time. <laughs> I'm really disappointed in uh in Jerry Goff and his decision making. Like it, it, I just don't understand. They were marching down the field and then you throw the ball into double coverage and gets it intercepted. The yeah. run game was perfect. Outstanding like, interception on the on account of the um, New England defender. Um, I didn't think there was a chance in hell that he got both feet down, but he, he fooled me. He got both feet down twice. <laughs> right. He got both feet down. And then the next play, okay, so they are beating us. Okay, they – they go down the field, they score a touchdown. Then on a fourth and like maybe what, fourth and five, fourth and seven, something like that? Yeah. He rolls out and the defender's chasing him. He <laughs> falls, he fumbles the ball, falls down, fumbles. Touchdown. And they run it all the way down back for a touchdown. You can't make this shit up. You yeah. can't even like it sounds like something off of a movie. Well, you cannot so make it up. I'm hoping uh Next week, well, this upcoming week is a bye. 
Um, hopefully, DeAndre Swift comes back healthy. Um, Amara St. Brown comes back healthy. DJ Shark. Um, I hope they work some shit out. <laughs> yeah, a lot of injuries piled up, man. You know what? I think they might take an L on the bye, too. I think that's... <laughs> <laughs> so, that's I, I mean, at this point... Uh, it's pretty depressing to be a football fan here in the state of Michigan. Other than um, the Michigan Wolverines, Michigan State, um, hell, they're seven-point underdog to Wisconsin, the team that just fired their their coach. Um, the Lions should be what the four should have won at least two more games than than what their record shows, but. They should, right now they should be sitting. They should they should win. They should have won three games, man. It's just it's so bad against the Eagles. Stupid plays. And, and you know what? Maybe maybe Seattle. Yes, yeah, Seattle. Stupid plays. Um, Minnesota. Stupid plays. I just you you can't make it up. It just seems like they're just getting in their own way. And it's it's not all Dan Campbell fault too because. There's no way possible somebody's over there just agreeing with everything that he's saying. And a lot of the I like him being ballsy and hey, let's go for it on fourth down. A lot of that, you know, but I understand injuries too. We have a lot of injuries. So Yeah, so I well the good thing is Dan Campbell called this rock bottom. Uh I don't see where else they can go but up from here. That's true. That's true. Now this is the tough part. This is the meat and potatoes of the schedule after they come off the bye week. So something has to change. I mean, you can't go, you can't get any worse. And we do have one more win than we did last year. So <laughs> around this time. <laughs> um, cop, <laughs> Captain positive. That's what I'll say. <laughs> um, well, I thought who had it worse than the Lions, and I guess there's two um, teams that you can look at. Your your Denver Broncos, mm-hmm. and then um, Carolina Reese just fired their coach Matt Rule. Yes, who at, who at one time was rumored had Jim Harbaugh. Jump to jump to go back to the NFL would be the next coach at Michigan. So, I think those two franchises, particularly Denver, um, when you made that Russell Wilson trade, nobody could have thought that it would go this badly this quickly. Not only the Russell Wilson trade, but um, the Nathaniel Hackett as the um, head coach. Yeah, I just. I I think the thing that blindsided me out of both of these situations and both of these organizations is Russell Wilson's play. Like it just yeah, it's been terrible. It's been really bad. And, and like I said, I don't blame it all on Russell because sometimes when he does get it right and he throws a ball that's rarely like on target, the guys drop it too. And I'm like, what the hell? Like they drop it or either they're running like a crazy route that I'm quite sure that he didn't design. And he just doesn't want to call them out, or that's not designed in the playbook. So, and then sometimes he just—it's just—I think it's on both parts. Because I, I looked at the—I watched all the games. I don't know why the hell they're showing them on TV over and over again because they are—they are terrible. Nobody wants yeah, to watch them. <laughs> Denver and Who's Dallas are them? like the two teams that they keep showing over and over again. I'm like, why do are they constantly on my television? <laughs> yeah, like what the hell is going on here? And you know what? Not just those teams, too, but I am really, really, really disappointed in the Pittsburgh Steelers this season. Like, I'm, come on, man. I'm not. Wow. That's surprising. I mean, it seems like they're not really playing hard, and I'm not used to that coming from a team that's coached by by Mike. Like, I just – I don't get it. I've never seen them nobody, nobody play so, like that. So, I, his- yeah, I don't fault Mike Tomlin at all. I felt – I felt I felt this year Pittsburgh was just in a bad situation. Um, the O line was terrible last year; hasn't gotten any better. The quarterback situation, uh, 
I don't think their quarterback of the future is on the roster. That's just my opinion. Um, with Watt being hurt, I just don't – I didn't see it with Pittsburgh this year. Um, yeah, but one thing that you can hang your, your hat on when you always, you know, watch the Pittsburgh Steelers is at least the defense will come to play. And Ben Roethlisberger was always a game manager. So I can understand why they bring in Mr. Trubisky. They say, okay, if uh, bitch, okay, if he can at least not turn the ball over and do things to be a game manager, the game can be close. But the defense been awful. The offense is awful. The run game hasn't it's even been awful. there. So let it's me nothing. Let me ask you this: Who would you rather have at quarterback, Mr. Trubisky or Beck, Baker Mayfield? Oh wow. Can I just like sell my team? <laughs> like I, I'll just sell my franchise after that. Because oh. I, I don't, I don't know who's in a worse quarterback situation, Pittsburgh or uh, Carolina. I mean, Car- Pittsburgh, you have Mitchell Trubisky, Kenny Pickett. I mean, I guess the jury's still out on him. But in Carolina, you have two quarterbacks that's proven. Um, previously, they're not the answer, and Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold. So, right, and Baker Mayfield, I don't understand. Like, I don't understand why people keep putting faith into this guy. I think this is it right here for him. Yeah, I think so he knows it too. yeah, this is it. You're the you're the GM of the Pittsburgh Steelers or Carolina. Do you start the tank for Bryce campaign? I guess you can start the tank for Bryce campaign. I, I I say go ahead and do it. My thing that really got me this season is that the 49ers were dangling Jimmy G out there. And nobody and picked him up. Nobody picked him up. And now you look, now the 49ers look like geniuses with Trey Lance being out for the year. Right. And who who could have predicted thing, that? Yeah, my whole thing is like, wow. What, what a difference a quarterback makes because, honestly – Lance, he was cool, but he wasn't Jimmy G. Like I said, Jimmy G's the ultimate game manager. Okay, so if you're the Detroit Lions, do you make a run at Jimmy G next year, or do you – is your quarterback in in this draft? No, I think think Jimmy G, in my opinion, is similar to – to what we have now, minus minus stupid turnovers in the fourth in the first quarter instead of the fourth quarter. Yeah, <laughs> like you know how Jimmy G he'll break your heart at the end of the game and, and throw a dumbass turnover for no reason. Jared Goff's gonna put you in a hole and do that in the first half. <laughs> so that's just <laughs> that's just the problem that we have now. I say no. I, I would love to have a quarterback. I want somebody that's mobile. You know, somebody that's mobile, somebody that's going to run the ball. Also, I love these types like uh, like Lamar Jackson or like uh, like Allen or, but, you know, give me, give, give me guys that's like, you know, mobile that can run the ball too, that can, you know, that can move the, the plays and, and focus on first down and can throw. Like, I think Jared Goff lacks speed. That, that and hands or something, his hands are small. And the common sense. Yeah, and the common sense. Oh, my God. Yeah, so I don't know. It's, it'll be interesting to see um, if the Lions dig themselves out of this hole they dug. And then, once again, every Detroit Lions fan, Super Bowl, the NFL draft, see um, what they do from them. Um, first pick, probably quarterback and everything else, defense. They they have to um, – I'm not one of the people to call for Aaron Glenn's job because what have you really get, given him on defense? Right. This team is way – this team on defense is way worse than over the past years. I thought last year was terrible. This year is terrible on defense too, and you haven't gave him anything to work with. The offense is they, – they focus on offense this season, which was really cool because the offense was bad last season. They had nothing, but 
this season you you spend all your money, you bring in DJ Chark, and um, you know you 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 drafted uh, Jameson Williams, which he'll be he'll be returning soon. And yeah. a lot of guys will get healthy too after this bye week, so I'm really excited about that too. The Lions will wind up getting back on track. I still predict them to win eight games. I know it's looking bad right now, going one and four. I got them winning seven. I can see them squeaking out eight. Because it's a lot of teams that we're watching right now that aren't really that great. They're just they're I think the NFL is like a change in the guard right now. Who, who's great other than Buffalo? It, I don't even think Buffalo's great. That's what that's I I'm surprised. I don't think Green Bay is really that good either. Green Bay is severely overrated. Um, Devon, them losing Devontae Adams is really starting to show. Right, and the defense isn't isn't as good as it's been either over the years. Like the defense is really not that good. Yeah, like they're so. yeah they're getting gashed in the run like crazy. The Bears aren't great. We should have beat the Vikings. So the way I'm looking at that, if we can turn around, we're still the high. We're still one of the highest scoring teams. This past weekend, I just think like we shot ourselves in the foot. I think we can go against the Bears and we can rebound. If we don't make stupid turnovers, we can beat the Bears twice. We can beat the Vikings twice. I mean, uh, one more time at home. And I think we should beat Green Bay twice. And we still got a couple of other games, too, where people are really banged up. So I say eight victories. Maybe you're right, probably seven, but I'm really predicting eight. Okay, you've heard it here first. So the other news that broke last week that uh, we were going to vaguely talk about on the podcast, from the bonus episode from last week, your boy Yee, a.k.a. Kanye West, White Lie Matter shirt, um, along with um, <laughs> Candace Owens. He's done, he's done an interview with Tucker Carlson, so your your thoughts on Kanye? He aired out um, him and Diddy um, text back and forth has been banned by the metaverse. So what's up with your boy? Uh, you know what? And I know we we had got into it before about how we both kind of checked out on him. You know, I'm sick of, this is my thing. I'm sick of people talking about mental health when it comes to guys that are just assholes. That's just, that's the, they're like, oh, watch out for the mental health. Kanye's always kind of been an asshole. If you listen to like his songs and shit, he's always been kind of like an asshole and been cocky and kind of like a know-it-all. Um, His whole thing was like, fuck school. I'm the college dropout. Fuck you, fuck school. Like, I'm the underdog. And then he'll say something about Jesus. Jesus walks with one of his major songs. He's doing the shit he's been doing the whole time, his whole career. This is nothing new. He's going to talk about Jesus. He loves him, okay? <laughs> he's going to say stupid shit. He's been saying it the whole time. Um, it, it just, maybe we just, maybe we didn't see it, but do, he's been saying shit the whole time. Do you feel like him not having... Um, I guess I'll say the influence or the mentorship of Sean Corey Carter has been a, a negative because uh, we we didn't see. I mean, he was a little off during the whole Jesus walk thing and um, watched the throne, but we really didn't see any of this to this magnitude to to what? after. Rodney. He went on stage. Yeah, but said, that no offense, but Beyonce, the Taylor Swift, but Beyonce, he went on stage with a Hennessy bottle. He was drunk. Yeah, so then, you said we haven't seen this prior to him having a record deal. He got into a car accident. We don't know what he was doing. And then also, like he's always <laughs> been emotional. His song's been emotional, and all he over is the a place. Gemini. <laughs> yeah, he's always he's always dragged the women that he dated, like that he talked to. He dragged him and Amber Rose got into a nasty thing. He got into it with a bunch of people. Like he, that's what he does. He gets into it with all these people. I, I feel like he's told us in this music exactly what he's gonna do to like <laughs> exactly. That's what I was saying. like gold digger. Like he told you once you get yeah. on, leave your ass for a white girl. <laughs> yeah, that's what, 
Rodney, thank you. He's been telling us the shit that he's gonna do. What's the that? Whole time. What's, what's that song? Um, I love Kanye. I best the old Kanye, straight off the dome, Kanye. I hate the new Kanye, yeah. fast in the news, Kanye. Yeah, he's he's been telling you everything that he's gonna fucking do that's weird, and he's just so, he's weird. So I guess like, my, I guess my whole frustration, um. Because I feel like we're both in that that same category. Like Kanye could walk down Times Square nude with <laughs> White Life Matter paint on him, and I wouldn't be surprised at this point. <laughs> but you I guess shoot somebody <laughs> in the middle of Times Square, Square Rodney, would be surprised. With it, bro. Yeah, and I wouldn't <laughs> even be surprised. So, but I guess my like my frustration is like. He has this tendency to go after people that's pretty much defended him in the past. Uh, with Diddy, um, Diddy just like what was that like last month? We're talking about boycotting the Gap and um, Adidas for uh, what was going on 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 the business side between them and Kanye. Um, so. It's like on one instance, like you want people to have your back, but then when they criticize um, something you say or do, yeah, we we seen him. Like I said, Rodney, we seen him do this. We seen him. He just turned on Big Sean on Drink Champs. Yeah, he turned on a bunch of people. He turned on Kid Most. Cudi like the whole time. Yeah, like, so this is, <laughs> this is stuff that he does. Like people should realize, like quit fucking with him and quit supporting him. You know who I feel bad for? Issues. He's an asshole. You know who I feel bad for? Who? His kids. Uh, I don't feel bad for him yet. The reason why <laughs> I don't feel the reason why I don't feel bad for him yet because they're they're probably well well one of them is probably she notices or sees it, but his other kids are young and maybe they just or I'm not sure how. You know, their mother's in the How spotlight. How cognitive so. they are. Yeah. But I, I'm like, he showed up to, like, his daughter's soccer game with the white life shirt on. Right. And, and people are saying, like, hey, you got to look at it from his perspective. His kids are mixed. So, but maybe he should have had mixed lives matter. I don't know. <laughs> I but know. but I, I, I guess the <laughs> I guess the one drop rule doesn't apply if you're Kanye. But yeah, because he's always been that way. So my thing is, I just don't support him no more. Um, so man, he started. He, he gonna be on my band list in a minute, man. Like oh. I, I really don't. I don't even want to hear him no more. Yeah, Tommy I, has a band list. Yeah, it's some artists that I just don't so, want to so, hear them no so more. So who's on your band list? Oh, wow. I got a couple artists that I really don't want to listen to no more. And it just, it hit me all of a sudden. I just unbanned R. Kelly because <laughs> R. Kelly was on my band list. He's still on mine. Yeah, I, I did. Be, I unbanned them because a lot of songs that's featured with R. Kelly. And then I, I thought about it too. Now, now, when you talk about a person that has mental health issues and that's sick, that that man has mental health issues and he's sick. I don't think there are, that Kanye is sick. So, but I, my band list, wow, it consists of a couple. I don't listen to Benzino. I think he has. That's not yeah, hard to do. Yeah, I definitely, <laughs> I definitely ban him from my. Yeah, I ban him from my music. Um, I don't want to listen to him. Um, who else did I ban that I really don't care for? I probably have to go into my um oh Takashi Six Nine. I banned him from my music. I banned him from I'm mad that I even brought his name up. He's banned <laughs> from my music and from my platforms as far as like viewing. So like he's blocked basically on everything. I don't even see any new I don't even know he exists anymore until I just talked about him right now. It's like he can't pop up on my feed at all on Instagram. You can block people. People you can block them. And they'll be like they don't even exist in the world. I have no news about him. He can be dead. And it won't pop up on my on my timeline at all. I don't know nothing about it. <laughs> but that's that's the next move for Kanye, man. He's a genius, but he's always been an asshole. I don't think that he has a mental health. I, I think before he was a lovable asshole. I wouldn't even say he was lovable. Or people made the, excuses for him. That's what it was. 
it was always you know one thing i can say about us as black people i love us and i know everybody loves us also but like a lot of times when when we us when we make stupid decisions in life that's when people always say oh just like you'll see people talking about free my cousin mike mike done fucking shot and killed 50 people out in the fucking parking lot just standing there waiting on tickets and then you're gonna have people oh oh he he his mom was gonna left him outside on um as a child when um you know it'd just be something real fucking stupid oh he lost his dad you know it'd be something crazy yeah i just literally had this debate um with one of my classes today so they're like oh free sisters i'm like but that's a What's a murderer like? You really like how, like if you was the victim family, like how would you feel like seeing somebody walking around with a shirt that say "Free somebody that killed one of your family members"? Right, that's the ultimate fucking slap in the face, man. And I always and and that's one thing. Like what I said, it's always two sides to one story, you know. But when a person isn't here anymore, and like I said, we we love second chances. I think black people are way more forgiving. We are way more forgiving. That's why I, I, I thought about something before Rodney. And remember, I, I was going to come out with my podcast. But the things that I would say <laughs> are so fucking true and, and will pierce people. So I'll be hated forever because, like I said, I feel like we're so forgiving. Look at Kanye. He, he This man just came out and said slavery was a choice. That's and how people, forgiving And people is. are still lying up to buy the Exactly. That's how that's how forgiving we are. We're watching this man make a mockery and say derogatory things to his wife, treat people like, you know, say all types of crazy shit. And you seeing this, he's posting it. And guess what? They still lining up to buy them shoes. They're still going to support his music. They're still going to do all types of random shit to make sure. And they're going to say, oh, he has mental health issues. Well, you watching him do it then. Is anybody ask? is anybody trying to get him proper help? It's, it's ways to skin a cat, right? Yeah. I mean, just just cut him off like cut him off quit going to support him if you want him to go get mental help i bet you if you quit buying his shoes for a month if everybody band together said we're not gonna buy his shoes for a month i bet you that he'll go get his shit together but nobody's doing it just don't support him that's how it works yeah i just oh the the other person uh that I wanted to talk about Antonio Brown. He another one. <laughs> now he's on my band sports list of people I will never root for for again. <laughs> he another one, man. And then here they go talk about mental health. No, he's just an asshole. Yeah, he That's he what... he's crazy, but he a crazy, but he an asshole. <laughs> yeah, he's an asshole. It just it's that simple. He does and says what he and and like people people if you watch any of his interviews, he's always been this way. Even when you watched him on a um you watched him on a he was on multiple interviews. Just, you can go just pick your poison. He's on fucking drink champs, so all the smoke. Just pick your poison. Go to any interview you want to. He's always been that way, man. He's always been the way that he is. He's always been fighting in practice, cussing out people. I'm surprised Mike Tomlin didn't put up with him for yeah, that long. As long as they did. Yeah. Um, and like, yeah, it's just you, sometimes you give people, the, they show you that they're assholes, but when you when they're talented, just like Kanye, we look past it. People will show you their, their ugliness, but when they're talented, R. Kelly, you look right past it. And it's a, it's a lot of them out there like that, Rodney. Hey. What you gonna do? It's that bad. Yeah, I I think part of it is Antonio Brown realizes he will probably never play um in the NFL again. Uh, which is sad because I feel like he's a bigger asshole than Terrell Owens and Chad Johnson ever was. Well, you know what it is, Rodney? Those guys actually cared about winning. And when you heard those guys complain, they complained about Terrell Owens was Mr. Give Me the Goddamn Ball. Mm -hmm. Like, those guys complained about winning. 
this man didn't care about winning. Yeah, he, he literally cared. walked away from a championship team. Yeah, like he didn't care at all about winning. His thing was him trying to promote himself and make him that that he basically always wanted to be. He always wanted to be a rapper. You know, he always wanted to be, you know, an entertainer. He figures that's that he's entertaining. The the pride of Central <laughs> Michigan. Oh man, it just, <laughs> oh man, oh man. Oh. And like the things that he uh the things that he's doing now and the path that he's doing, but you know what? Like a lot of people celebrate him and you know, you see everybody doing his little dance, you know, he, he is like a, he turned a into a whole meme. Yeah. He's a whole, he's a whole meme. He's one of those figures, man, that like, he is like a, a Terrell Owens or Ocho Cinco. Like he's one of those once in a lifetime wide receivers that come along. I can't, I cannot say his greatness isn't what it is. Like he's great. That's why all the attention is on him. I'm quite sure if Tom Brady came out and did a bunch of fuck shit right now, a lot of people would excuse it because he's great. Like, you can get away with so much when you're great. Same thing with Kanye and, and the rest of the people that I've been naming, name dropping. When you're great, you can get away with a lot of shit. But that's the problem. Like, we just talked about the game on the last couple of podcasts, bro. Like, he's not great. And he tries to do shit, and people just don't. They cut him off. You see how we cut the game off? Nobody buys his yeah, album. Yeah, I haven't. Yeah. <laughs> like, he, can't, he can't afford to do shit that Kanye and fucking AB and some of the other rappers do. Because he's not great. He's just he's just here. He's not great. You can't afford to do crazy shit and yeah, do fucked up I, shit. I think the thing that bothers me about the game is he had a... He could have been great. Exactly. You're not in the space to say whatever you want or, or you know, go at certain people because you don't have that behind you. Like you you never had that behind you. You were you're never in when you talk about people top five, they usually leave him out. You know, when you talk about the top five West Coast artists, a lot of people don't even have him as a top five West Coast. Um, I did at not one let point. Him on, top ten. Mm, yeah, I did at one point, but not not even close anymore. Yeah, like now now after these piss poor album sales and I still I still like his his you know his old music, but then when you leave it up in the question, a lot of people say like they wrote like his best hits. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like what what do you say then? Uh, like okay, 50. Yeah, like no, I that's why I said I, it's hard for me to give like a lot of artists their their dues when they always had ghostwriters, and it's not R and B. You know, when you're writing like a love song or a love ballad with R and B, that's always been okay in the uh, R and B industry. But for hip hop, for somebody to write for you, no, it's not okay. It's never been okay, and I like when artists actually give people their shine. You never, I love to hear uh, Snoop Dogg and uh, Dr. Dre say, "Hey, Jay Z wrote for us on." Uh, on a few songs. Yeah, they've but given they've, they've given um Jay-Z and Race um credit. Yeah. Yeah, they all and, and guys come out and say and, and that's when it's okay. But for people to come out and say, Oh no, you didn't do this. Matter of fact, I wrote for your album. I don't even know what the hell game done did. If he came out <laughs> and said he wrote he came out and wrote fifty cent first album, remember? Mm-hmm. Him and uh, Wack one. I said, What? You weren't even around. And, and he wasn't around. So a lot of people had had that was six of them songs. Were songs that that I previously heard from Fifty Cent. So how the hell you write them? But <laughs> right <laughs> before he even got really famous, and just, yeah, you're right. Yeah, the the lies people tell. <laughs> Man, so it's all bad. Um, let's talk some new music. All right, this um, is what I'm talking about. Freddie Gibbs. What's what's your thoughts on 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 Freddie album? The man, you I want man Chef's kiss to that one. He cooked that bad boy up. Man, I love that album. Yes, a- this album. There hasn't been too many albums that I will say has staying power. Um, that I've listened to multiple multiple times over and over again. This is this. Feels like it's going to be one of them. 
I thought production-wise, it, it was above above average. Um, lyrically, mm-hmm. uh, Freddie rarely misses. So, right. Yeah, like this. This got some staying power, and I I haven't heard an album that got some really good staying power since I heard uh, Lizzo's uh, album. The reason why I say it's like it has commercial appeal. You know, it, it, easy listening. I can listen to it. I listen to the whole album. I'm like. Freddie Gibbs got something here. Like, not every time I listen to the album over and over again, like I get a new favorite song. So now my favorite song right now is uh, CIA, uh, Crack Instagram and AIDS. It's like my favorite song right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, every time I go back and listen to the album, I'm like, oh, I like this song now. I like this song. I like this song with Rick Ross. Oh, okay. Now I like this song with Scarface. Oh, I like this. Like, every time I get a song that I like from him, and I go back and listen to it. I'm like, damn, this is really good. Yeah. It's a damn good album, man. Um, have did you listen to I'm trying to think who else came out recently? Um nope. hmm. Oh no, I was gonna say I, I had a suggestion for you, sir. What's did the, you listen to Kid Cuddy album? So no, I have not listened to Kid Cuddy Whoa. album. And he has a movie out on Netflix that's, that has the same name, man. It's really good. Check out Intergalactic People. It's really good. Check that album out and check out the uh, the movie he has on Netflix. That movie is really good, too. So I, I will... Uh, I'll listen to the Kid Cudi this week uh, and, and give you my thoughts. I've still been listening to that... Uh, that JID, the JID album, uh, that's one of my favorite projects of this year. Uh, yeah. He's definitely got something with his album. Uh, and now, with so much music coming out, I didn't get a chance to uh, to go back and listen to it again. I did listen to it the initial first time. I thought it was really good. I had. It, I hadn't went back and listened to it again, but it did have some nice cuts on there. But it's so much music. I even listened to Ron Isley album, bro. Like it's just so <laughs> much music coming out, man. A lot of R and B, a lot of hip hop, bro. Um, did, you, did, did you listen did to you the listen? Claybo and Takeoff album? I like that album too. I was gonna say that that was my next one. I like that one too, bro. Now that the the Mingos. Uh... <laughs> I guess are officially broken up. Yeah, oh man. And Quavo and Takeoff went crazy on that album too. The beats are nice. Crazy beats, man. Of course, I did like their lead single with Hotel Lobby. Um, I mean, every song on the album to me, the first six songs, when you first, the introduction, the first six songs, when you listen to it, dope. Damn, Cormaco like, released the album recently. Oh damn! I see. I didn't even know that. I was gonna say also a good album that's really good that I really like was uh, Tory Lane's album too. Damn man, the he has miles really on good. the album. Really good. Wow. Okay, I'll, I'll have to. <laughs> you'll have to tune in next week to get my thoughts on um, Cormega, the realness too. I'm kind of, su- I'm really surprised. Like, you didn't listen to, did you listen to YG's album then? Um, so I did listen to YG's album. Uh huh. Mm, it's okay. What you think? It's okay. I don't know if it has staying power for me. Yeah. I, I didn't, I even went, I didn't hate it, but I, I didn't love it either. Um, I don't know. YG's, he's an acquired taste. Yeah, it was just—I uh, don't know. I, I thought it was—I thought it was pretty dope. I just didn't. It's not one of those albums that I can keep listening to over and over again. Yeah. I, I was trying. Yeah, I was trying. But like, out of all the albums that came out, like you know, of course, Freddie Gibbs. It it clinged to my ears. The Intergalactic Kid Cudi album clinged to my ears. That's all about love, man. I really thought that was dope. And the Tory Lanez album was nice too. And Quavo and Take. It just. Battling those four albums this week, like good luck to you. And even with um, and even a, like a re. I'm, huh? I'm still I'm still tripping over this Cormega. 
<laughs> that just that threw you off. Mm-hmm. He's like, what the hell is this? I even listened to Rich Homie Quan EP, bro. And I was like, okay. Did you listen to the G Herbo? No, I did not listen to G Herbo. I didn't know that he even came out with an album. Yeah, it came out. Was it this past Friday or the Friday before last? Now I got to go listen to that, man. I I feel bad that I didn't listen to that album. Yeah, I didn't get a chance to listen to it. I'm going to listen to it this week. Uh, Just based on the title one, it's Survivor's Remorse. Um, yeah, I, yeah. Some albums I I didn't listen to yet. Uh, NBA Youngboy came out with an album. You right, you you right about the G Herbo album. I should have went and listened to that. Also, DDG came out with one too. Some albums like I don't know. I guess they weren't on my radar, so I need to I need to get thorough and listen to those. Of course, you know I do list. I listen to Damn John Boy album, which was not bad. Um. It's just I don't know. It was it was so many albums, man. It's just a lot of them, bro. It's too many, man. But the Rich Homie Quan one, I thought I was expecting something different. He done changed his whole flow up, man. I don't know what the hell is this. Is this like a? I want to say like an R and B, uh, <laughs> like a hip hop R and B mashup. Yeah, I just, just need him to go ahead and give a ride wave at this point. Yeah, cause it just I was like, whoa, what the hell is this? So that threw me off. And I don't want to sound like a real huge hater, bro, but I didn't really like the uh, Isley brother. I didn't like Ron Isley album. <laughs> I mean, I didn't too. I didn't like the remake of "Make You Say It Again, Girl." With, I mean, uh, I didn't too much. It's something. That, I mean, I, I didn't need. I don't. It. I don't feel like. I don't hate it. I in the case it. of Ron Isley, there's no. Like you don't need to make new music. Right. He's trying to, what it is, is he's trying to, like, get all the, um, you know, he's trying to get, like, the young audience. Um, I didn't like the song with him and 2 Chainz. That, that ship has sailed. Um, I think um, <laughs> Charlie Wilson has has shown up the, the, the young audience. <laughs> Man, what? I didn't like Sexy Face. Um, uh some of these songs stood out and they were so bad. Um, I thought the song with him and Trey Songs was decent. That was cool. Um, I didn't too much care about the uh, song with him and Takeoff and Quavo. Like these songs really stick out. I did like the first single that came out a long time ago with uh, Family and Friends with Snoop Dogg. I thought that one was pretty cool. They was promoting that when he did the verses. I don't know if you remember that song. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I don't know. Biggest bosses with him and Rick Ross is pretty cool. Um, I like that they um they'll never be with um Elder Barge and uh, Earth Wind and Fire. I thought that was cool. It, just the rest of them are just eh, just I don't know. It's just something that I didn't need, but it's cool though. I mean, I guess I'm happy that he's still making music and yeah, just didn't need it, bro. So I got a question for you, Rodney. Okay. All right, brother. What about movies? Have you been watching any movies lately? Um, which movies? Netflix, Paramount, yeah. Okay, so I mean, you know, it all depends. Like I, I know I, you heard me plug Intergalactic. Please go check that movie out. It's really good. It's on Netflix. It's the Kid Cudi thing. But that's pretty dope. But they came out with a remake of Hellraiser. And it's perfect because it's Halloween. I think everybody should go check that out. It's on Hulu. It's creepy as fuck, but it's really good. <laughs> check it out. You have any movies to plug, brother? Uh, what was the... The episode, what movie was that that was on Netflix with Journey? Uh, God, hold on about this. Was it Lou? I'm not sure, brother. Yeah, I believe, I I believe it's Lou. Uh, 
that that was pretty that was pretty damn uh, good. Um, there's a bunch of new shows out that I, that I do that I do like. Um, East New York on CBS is a new show um, that's out. That's pretty dope. Okay. Oh, see now you put me up on something. I'm about to check that out too. Uh, Fire Country CBS is another sh- show that's that's pretty dope so far. Okay. Um, I- Abbott Elementary being back. Oh, I'm waiting on the blockbuster. You you know Netflix is coming out with a blockbuster um, series. It's a oh com- wow! It's a comedy about the last blockbuster that's that's still open. That's funny. I just watched a Family Guy episode where they went to Blockbuster and drove all the way to Oregon to Blockbuster, and when they got there, uh, Peter O like uh four thousand dollars in fees. so they tried to kill him and the family because when you owe money nobody wants to pay it back so they don't let you escape they like the employees try to kill you hilarious yeah so i think that comes out on netflix in a couple of weeks though but um i'm excited about that um god just oh. Oh, i was gonna say right now i've been taking a beating in my fantasy and also in sports betting. Um, oh yeah, I t- I'm right now. I'm gonna take a break from the sports bet betting. I did lose my first fantasy game um, this week. None of my players showed the fuck up this week. So, story of my life, Rodney. Story of my life. Um. So. <laughs> um. Now. Next week we be a real interesting fantasy week because I believe we play each other next week. Oh, okay. All right. Well, hey, that's gonna be a really. Hopefully, I get some people back that's a little healthier. Or something. Yeah. So, um, with the Lions being on the bye, uh, well, I'm not. Jared Goff finally burst my bubble and went Jared Goff. So. Um, have to make some lineup changes. But yeah, yeah, right now my squad isn't good, man. I got a bunch of people that just let me down this season, so I'm gonna put people on the on the trading block early. Oh, yeah. let's let's see what you can get for them. <laughs> man, fucking a bag of Skittles, bro. My number one pick hasn't even shown up, and I'm trying to hold on and be patient. No, I feel like somebody should put an APB out on him. Dude, really? Like, how you go from being that high up to just fucking, man, just terrible? Yeah, Jonathan (laughs) Taylor is missing in action. Man, I had such a – I got smoked this week. By uh, by one of the guys in the the fantasy man. Yeah, I got smoked uh, this week, and I I shit. Everybody played terrible, so. Yeah, even if I would have put in other people, they still played terrible. I couldn't even call them if I put in everybody else too, because it was that bad. Yeah, like it, <laughs> I mean, we all have those weeks in fantasy though. So, I've been smoking people up until this point, so it was only right. Right, and apparently I won in my non-pay league, which is <laughs> which is cool. I guess I got bragging rights on that one. Um, and that and that was even like unbearable, man. I had 115 points in that one too. So, and and I had a bunch of injuries in that one. Uh, hopefully, I hopefully I get it together this next week coming up, man. Like I like we we was just discussing, we play each other. So that should be always fun. Um, I'm predicting you probably kick my ass. But <laughs> I don't know because Aaron Rodgers has been playing pretty shitty and Ezekiel Elliott um, shows up when he wants to. My only bright spot is I got David Montgomery going against the the uh, Commanders for the <laughs> Thursday night game. So maybe that'll be something that's decent. Uh, other than that, I don't really see like uh, I don't really see nothing. Uh, Lamar Jackson going against the Giants that could be interesting too because he's a running uh, QB, so that can be interesting. Yeah, other than that, it's just all bad. I got to figure out a lot of stuff in my lineup. 
Yeah, so we got about 10 minutes before we get out of here. Um, it's about to be the fourth quarter in music. Give me three artists that you need to release with in, in this next, this last quarter. Hmm. Okay. So who do you have in mind that you've been waiting on and you need them to release right now? Um, well, one is that King's Disease 3 album that Nas and Hip Boy said was on the way. Um, and I guess two, um, one of the artists that we criticize a, a lot based on um, not necessarily his talent, but um, his output of music. I would like a, a Big Shine album in, in this fourth quarter. Okay. And he's actually on both of our lists. I think we discussed that too, and I was going to say the same thing. Yeah. Um, so, I, yeah. Um, I just, I don't know. I th- we both feel the same way in Big Shine that he has amazing talent. He, necess- he hasn't always necessarily put it um, together uh, album wise. Right. And no, I, I like that he is dropping, uh, he's dropping like rehash of his music. So he has dra- uh, put out like little albums here and there, but it'll be like little EPs and it'll be like five songs from his previous work from multiple albums. So I, I, I kind of like that too. It, it's good to like see that he's standing in a loop with like the young people that probably haven't heard that album. Uh, he re released Detroit too not too long ago. I mean, uh, Detroit, the Detroit mixtape. So, yeah, I, I guess that's cool. But I would love to hear some new music from him, from like different producers. So maybe that'll be something. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think of who would be third on my list. Um, Maybe he can get some beats by by Draymond. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's funny. Sorry, I, I I tried to stay away from it. I, it just was too funny for me to resist. <laughs> well, whatever the hell Draymond did, Jordan Poole is not affected by it. Man, did you see that movie put on the other day? Oh yeah, that oh, move. Shit. I'm so I'm really waiting to see. Um, because unfortunately, I don't think Golden State can continue to pay over the luxury tax like they've been paying. Um, so I'm real interested to see if they sign Jordan Poole or I, I don't and Andrew Wiggins, or if it's going to be one over the other type situation. Uh, well, well, somebody has to go. Um, it's business never personal, but maybe I was looking at maybe Draymond. Maybe Draymond has to go. <laughs> well, they they said they weren't going to resign him to the uh, massive contract that he was talking about anyway. I don't. So th- that that was like the that was the first thing right there that kind of set it off, in my opinion. So I always thought that he was gonna, um, you know, be moving. So. Yeah, well, I thought that was, yeah. <laughs> I, I I just Draymond is like perfect. It's like the perfect person for what they try to do, though. Um, I will like like to see Draymond on another team just to see how much of his game um tr- translate with with another team. Um, I feel like he's kind of like Dennis Rodman was the perfect compliment, um, not only for the, the, the Pistons and then those Bull teams, but um, on other teams, it didn't exactly work. <laughs> so that's true. I don't know. I'm because there are rumors that, you know, him and LeBron are all buddy buddy uh, of Draymond to the Lakers. Um, I think if you're the Pistons, you stay away from Draymond. It's a good of a heartwarming story um, that it could be, but those going home stories have never really worked out. 
You say stay away, huh? <laughs> yeah. I think the closest would be like C Webb coming to play with the final season with the Pistons. Uh, when LeBron put up twenty five in the playoff game, twenty five three points. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he and C Webb definitely was a shell of himself, bro, like when he played. So yeah, that that was tough right there, man. Yeah, so I don't I don't know. I if I had my choice, I, I hope I could see Golden State now resigning Wiggins and the and the Pistons kicking the tires on that. Well, I've seen I just been seeing publicly over the past couple of days that Miles Bridges, um, the Pistons are thinking about making him a five year one hundred and seventy five million deal. Which is which is I, awesome too. Which is I, awesome. I don't think you I, – I don't know if you can touch Miles Bridges. He's on my can't root for him right now. <laughs> Let's, I mean uh, – I forgot he yeah. existed. <laughs> See, and, that, and that's the thing. Like, I, I noticed that he didn't exist after I watched, like, Charlotte get their ass stumped, like, these past games, man. I'm like, Charlotte's missing Miles Bridges. And I didn't realize that last year he was the leading scorer for Charlotte. And he averaged like twenty something points per game, like twenty seven, something like that. Twenty seven point seven, like something crazy. So I don't know. Remember remember we're black, Rodney. We're supposed to be forgiving. We forgive everybody. <laughs> yeah, he's still on my I'm not listening. To, I'm not rooting for his ass list. And they said that the charges might be dropped. I well, think the case has been continued yet again. Yeah, they said like it might be dropped. The reason why it's like that is because his wife, that they are back together again, has dropped the charges. So, uh, I don't know, man. Like, uh, and now she's promoting him. Like, uh, he's in counseling. He's getting everything together. I know you probably noticed that on his page, he hasn't been promoting like too much crazy stuff or oh, really saying anything at all. He deactivates, he activates, he deactivates. He... So, yeah, it's just, I think he's trying to clean up his image right now. And right now that money's looking really good. And his wife is right along with him, cleaning up, trying to clean up his image also. So, yeah. We forgave yeah. Chris Brown, bro. Y'all forgave Andrew Chris Rice. Brown. <laughs> you said you have a still forget. <laughs> no, I still have it. <laughs> Yeah, so I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what what happens um, in, in this free agent class um, next year, um, especially with all of the cap space the Pistons have to play with. Right, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, man, I really – the way the Pistons have been kind of getting um, manhandled too, man, I, I love uh, – I love our starting lineup. It just it feel like we could use a Miles Bridges. I would like to start him. I do like the pickup for um from Utah. Thought that was pretty good too. It just and we do need that outside shooting. I love Sadiq Bay, but I need him to be consistent. He hasn't been consistent over these years. He'll give you fifty, the next game he'll give you five points. Next game he give you twenty, then he'll he break back down high and he might give you zero. He might give you two. And this is his what third year? Yeah. Yep. This will yeah, be I don't, I, Yeah, I don't wanna hear I don't wanna hear that he's young anymore. Like this your third year, bro. Step up, please. Do yeah, I, I, I kinda feel like Isaiah Liver might outshine him this year. And that's and that's what I was saying. Like that's what I can really see is Isaiah Rivers like coming in. And I think when you do pick up people like uh you know, um, the other dude that we got from OKC, I forgot his name. But when you pick him up, he's really hella athletic. And then you do pick up the the pickup you just picked up from Utah. When you pick up those guys, like, you're taking minutes away from Livers. And I, I really would like to see, uh, you know, Livers get more minutes. I think he deserves it. He's been balling. He's been consistent shooting, and his defense has stepped up. And I'm not a Killigan Hayes fan, so... Yeah, he's killing Ken Hayes. That's actually I have to I'm gonna give due credit where it's due. Um Killian Hayes has um 
Looked like he was in the gym working on some stuff so far this preseason. He's had a pretty good uh, preseason. Um, we'll see if it translates to the to the actual season. <laughs> but that's shit. my biggest fear. Right? They said like you know every year they're like, oh man, in practice he was like awesome. Yeah, but and like I would hear all this stuff at the end when the game started. The, like, the couple the of preseason games I have seen, he 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 has looked. Pretty. Um, I will say him and Ivy look good. Um, Livers has looked great. So we'll we'll see though. Um, but we can pick up this con- NBA conversation on the bonus episode. It's time for us to get out of here now. So All right, brother. I will catch y'all on the B side. Peace.